I'm Coach Lori, and this is Enough. Enough about languishing. There's a name for the blah you're feeling. It's called languishing. Languishing is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. It feels as if you're muddling through your days, looking at your life through a foggy windshield, and it might be the dominant emotion of 2021. This is an article from the New York Times. Languishing is the neglected middle child of mental health. It's the void between depression and flourishing, the absence of well-being. You don't have symptoms of mental illness, but you're not the picture of mental health either. You're not functioning at full capacity. Languishing dulls your motivation, disrupts your ability to focus, and triples the odds that you'll cut back on work. It appears more common than major depression, and in some ways, it may be a bigger risk factor for mental illness. So instead of when people ask how you are and you say great or fine, what if we say, honestly, I'm languishing? It would be a refreshing foil for toxic positivity, that quintessential American pressure to be upbeat at all times. When you add languishing to your lexicon, you start to notice it all around you. It shows up when you feel let down by your short afternoon walk. It's in your kids' voices when you ask, how was your online school? It's in The Simpsons every time a character says, meh. In fact, this Christmas, my plans changed because of weather. And rather than being upset or even sad, I was like, meh, whatever. In a way, I thought, oh, that's good. I've evolved. And then part of me was like, uh-oh, is something wrong with me? So what can we do about languishing? A concept called flow may be an antidote to languishing. Flow is that elusive state of absorption in meaningful challenge or momentary bond where our sense of time, place, and self just melts away. During the early days of the pandemic, the best predictor of well-being wasn't optimism or mindfulness, it was flow. People who became more immersed in their projects managed to avoid languishing and maintain their pandemic happiness. An early morning word game, a late night Netflix binge, something that transports you to a story where you feel attached to the characters and concerned for their welfare. The article also says, give yourself some uninterrupted time. This means we need to set boundaries. Years ago, a Fortune 500 software company in India tested a simple policy, no interruptions, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday before noon. When engineers managed their boundaries themselves, 47% had above average productivity. But when the company set quiet time as official policy, 65% achieved above average productivity. Getting more done wasn't just good for performance at work. We know now that the most important factor in daily joy and motivation is a sense of progress. As we head into our new post-pandemic reality, it's time to rethink our understanding of mental health and well-being. Not depressed doesn't mean you're not struggling, not burned out, doesn't mean you're fired up. By acknowledging that so many of us are languishing, we can start giving voice to quiet despair and lighting a path out of the void. So now that it's 2022, where is a place where you can start to feel some progress? You can start to get engaged again. So the solution for languishing, first of all, acknowledge it. Second of all, talk about it. 
when we talk about it, other people will be like, oh my gosh, me too. Now we have this new connection. And it's the thought that maybe together we can start to look for things that are meaningful. It's sort of like everything got ripped away from us. All our plans got canceled. Our hands were really tied in so many ways. And now that those handcuffs are loosening, what can we look forward to? Did you love your job before the pandemic? Are you looking for a new job? Finding things we can be hopeful in rather than pretending everything is okay. I'm Coach Lori, and I'm languishing.